You are are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business. Welcome to Making Bank. I am Josh Felber, where we uncover the mindsets and the success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business today. Super excited and honored for today's guest. He's calling in all the way over from Bangkok. So this is an early morning or a late day for him, one of the two. But uh, super excited to welcome Darshan Mehta is the founder of iResearch.com, an insights platform to quickly and affordably extract insights from consumers worldwide and ConnectQuick.com, an app for instant connections and engaging interactions. He plans to launch Big Mango Startup Hub in collaboration with King Monkut's University of Technology in Bangkok, Thailand. In addition to his roles at iResearch and Connect Quick with a Q, Mr. Mehta has taught at the George Washington University in Washington, D.C., at the University in Gothenburg in Sweden, and at Tamasat University in Thailand, at Sciences Po in France, and the Franklin University in Switzerland. A lot of different universities. <laughs> Darshan's book, Getting to AHA, which is pretty awesome, Why Today's Insights Are Tomorrow's Facts, is set to be released this week. So super excited to welcome him to Making Bank today. Well, when you're an entrepreneur and to be successful, okay, we, we all live in a very hyper competitive environment. You're no longer competing with the person down the street. You're competing with someone maybe down the street, across the state, across the country, and in many cases now even across the world. Right. Right. And so what you're looking for is differentiators. How do you differentiate? How do you make yourself stand out? And the way to do that is to gain these insights so that you know that, hey, there's a better way I think I can address my customers' needs or desires. And that's what you're looking for, is that differentiator. And the way to do that is get these insights. And when you get these insights, you're actually getting a leg up on your competitors. You're getting a head start. And if you think about many things that we take around, we look around our world, you know, it didn't exist at one point. Someone came up with it. They had an insight saying this, you know, then they created this. And all of a sudden, you know, now we accept that as fact, right? So there's one thing I want to say just before I tell you how we get the insights. One is that I've really tried to keep things very simple. And one thing I've kind of realized, to really be successful in a business, if you can do one of three things and then there's a plus one, I think your chance of being successful are really good. And that is one. If you can save people money, time, or make it easier, your chance of being successful are going to be quite good. If you can do one of them, I would say it's like 1x. If you can do two, it's 2x. And if you can do three, it's 3x chance of being successful. But the plus one is if you can evoke an emotion. Now you could go to 6x, 12x. I don't know. It depends on the emotion, right? Right. Because not only we are competing with people, but consumers have so many choices. Sure. And now we are, I think, no longer just buying products. We're buying experiences. And if you can find a product that not only helps you save money, time, and make it easier, but it can make you know, have an emotion like, oh my God, that's really cool. That's really going to help me a lot. Now you're talking about a whole different X factor. I think a lot of times we're so inclined to go to what I think sometimes is easier and also less costly, which is go for real hard data, right? Right. Look at the analytics of A-B testing, look, do surveys, do this. But that's usually reporting what people are have done or, or, sure. or, or just finished. 
I'm trying to get at before that, like what gets people motivated? What are the triggers? What are the things that really get them to consider your product or service versus someone else's? And so traditionally, there's been two ways to go about doing that. One, we talked about surveys and analytics, but the other is actually as simple as having conversations. Okay. And, and actually talking to people, getting to know what they think and feel, uh, tapping into really their subconscious, because if you think about it, 95% of our decisions are made by our subconscious. They need to understand exactly who they're going to be and set their North Star, right? Uh, for example, do you want to be the best in your state or do you want to be the best in the world, right? They're two different tra trajectories. Sure. Both are achievable. Sure. Not that they're not. But I think once you recognize, I would probably go for, hey, why not even higher? Because even if you miss that high bar, right. at least you'll be best in the state. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or, yeah, right? Uh, but not only that, you'll know how far you're missing and know what to do to get to the next level. And I think, you know, sometimes I think you should push yourself to be even a higher level uh, in terms of a brand and then find ways to get there by doing uh, in a variety of different ways to get at insights and to get closer to the customer and, you know, really get honed in on that product market fit so you can really uh, satisfy your audience. I think what you like about the, the books, I think, I, I know you like this in general, is there's a lot of examples, right? There's lots of examples you can relate to and understand as to what's been uh, happening with companies that were really at the top of their game, but some of them are no longer around. Right. For example, Kodak, right? I mean, Kodak, were they in the business to sell film or were they in the business to sell memories? Right? Sure. They were actually in the business of some memories. Yeah. But what happened to them is they actually knew about digital cameras and stuff that was coming around, but they thought that was going to take away their existing business and cannibalize themselves, right? And it's true, but in the end, they still got you know uh, basically eliminated by a competitor and trends and changes in technology. So uh, one of the things I advocate in the book is actually you should learn to become your best competitor, you know, because you can't really control the competition. But you can control what you do and you can control the level of innovation you do for your products and services to continue to stay on top of what's changing with the consumer, you know, technology and everything. Awesome. Darshan, I really appreciate you coming on Making Bake today, sharing your knowledge and your insights and just being able to uh, help people out. So thank you again for your time today. Thank you very much as well, Josh. It was a pleasure talking to you. I am Josh Felber. You are watching Making Bank. Get out and be extraordinary. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube.